You are now listening to Las Reinas del Chisme. Hosted by Dania, Violeta, and Debbie. Where chisme ain't the only thing we talk about. No, it ain't. Welcome to another episode of Reinas del Chisme. I'm Dania. I'm Debbie. I'm Violeta. And like usual, we're going to start with our drink of the episode. So Debbie, let them know what we're drinking on. So today we're drinking on a um, from a peach. It's called Peach Princess Cocktail. Peach. peach. What did I say? Peach. Peach. Oh. <laughs> the Peach Princess Cocktail. <laughs> the Peach Princess Cocktail. Sorry, my little accent. And you're going to put in an ounce of orange vodka, a half ounce of, or- of peach schnapps. <laughs> Half ounce of cream de banana, which to be honest, I'm not a big fan of that, but it's okay. Three ounce of peach mango juice, splash of spray, and you have to garnish it with um candy peach rings, which was actually pretty good. I was the only one that tried it with all of the vodka and everything. But yeah. No, I, I don't think- usually love those candies, but mm-hmm. it's like if the drink has the candies and it's like okay. It automatically <laughs> gives it like good flavor. Yeah. No, but you it's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, if you try it, let us know what you think. If you know, let us know if it's the peach one or the pinche one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, which princess did you go for? <laughs> so we do have another segment on which is one that we've already introduced um with our position 69. Again, this is like focusing on like self-love, feeling sexy. Um, so Danya, we know that you had one, so so I was telling them that I've been like really into, well, not really into it, but I've been trying to get into like being better about my skin, you know, being the oldest one in the group. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm only getting older. I need to like start focusing on like skincare. And um, I'm guilty of like literally taking off my makeup with makeup wipes and then like eh, calling it a day, mm-hmm. you know? And do you guys wash your face? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> like don't get me wrong i do wash my face sometimes or like i'll take my makeup off with the wipe and then like get in the shower or whatever and i have but it's just gotten harder because like i do my lashes Mm -hmm. and so then it's like i'm like going around my eye or whatever but anyway so i ordered like a little like exfoliating brush and stuff Mm -hmm. and i've been trying to because i've been breaking out a lot and i feel like it's the hormones of me being pregnant yeah so anyways i've been trying to focus more on that but then i was like trying to talk about this and like I think V's probably staring at my pimple right now. <laughs> and she was. I was like looking right now. I got like a big, you know, like when they hurt and it's like the water ones. Like, yeah. ugh, so I'm like, okay, here I am <laughs> trying to like grow up and shit and be about my skincare. And then like, I'm still getting punished. But um, I don't know. It just feels good. Like when you have like a good moisturizer mm-hmm. and like a good eye cream and like all of that, you know. So I've been trying to focus on that. And that's kind of like my little. My first little position 69 moment. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's hard though as like to keep on doing it every single day because I was going, I had a really good like skincare routine with all the oils and everything. But then it's just like after a while, I'm just like, okay, fuck this. I just need to sh- wash my face and go to sleep because I am so tired. And it takes a while. And it's time consuming. Yeah, it takes a long time. But honestly, it's like, um, so my sister's in like the beauty industry and she always tells me like, I would always like talk about like how like makeup, like there's people that have like flawless skin or like their makeup looks so good. It's like, it starts with your skin. Like yeah, that's the yeah, most important sure. thing. And your sister has really good yeah, skin. Yeah, she, like, she does take care of her skin. And it's like, not me. I'll like do my makeup wipes, like a little bit like face wash and like, water and that's it like but it's like even just going like getting like 
like the microdermabrasion, like stuff like that is like really good for your skin because it's just taking off like all the built off like. Yeah. And I like the dead skin. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I really want to do like a facial or something because I feel like I have a lot of little blackheads on my nose Mm -hmm. that it's like I I feel like I need to get that like sucker thing that like called an extractor. Ooh, I need to get one of those. Not the one, the one that sucks it out. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. Do you think that works though? I've seen videos where it looks like it. I right? just feel like it would almost leave it like bruised, you know, from like yeah. Well, it does. It. Even when you get like sometimes when you get like the facials, uh-huh. like it'll leave like like stuff on your skin because it's like pulling everything out. So it's like okay, yeah. So it's like even with like the medication, I have there's like times where I wake up and like all of a sudden I have like my nose, like you could see all the blackheads, like they're out of my nose, which sounds really gross. And then my pores look really big, but it's because it's like literally taking everything out of like my skin. Yeah. So it's like yeah. weird. Cause it's like it's like gross but oddly satisfying. Yeah. <laughs> I need to do that. I, I might get I might have to order one and then if I do, I'll let y'all know how it works. Yeah. If it works. Mm-hmm. So let us know, Danya, how the mountain is next week. Whoever wants to go skiing, just hit hey. us up. Danya's available. <laughs> hey, if like it. next week you guys see me with bangs, mind your business. <laughs> Don't you guys ever feel like that? Like when you have like a really bad pimple and you're like, no. you know, you wanted your skin perfect for like a specific event or something. Yeah. And you're like low-key considering cutting bangs yeah (laughs) no and the thing is that with me like i had this one right here and then this other one right here and i was just like trying to get like put shit on it so it could like go down because of how swollen Mm -hmm. and red it was i was like oh oh that happened to me in middle i know everybody's like come on the segment second forever (laughs) but when i was in middle school i had like two pimples like and it's weird because if you look at me you can see like an indent a little bit yeah well i had like two pimples and literally for almost like five months i literally would take the scab off oh my god and then i ended up like cutting my bangs like all emo and i have like my eighth grade <laughs> picture and it's like i look all emo because i had like a bad scar and it's like now it's like you can kind of like even feel the indent so yeah don't ever fucking do that guys but like also the second thing i was gonna say about acne i was like don't you hate when you have like a pimple and you pop it right before you do your makeup and then yeah. it's like oh, yeah. leaking through your fucking yeah. makeup where you're like ah. you're trying to cover that it's red <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, another position six day nine that we had was for, for myself. It's kind of just like again with my weight loss. Everybody's like again. Well, hey, it's a work <laughs> yeah. in progress. Yeah, so I've lost weight. I'm not flaca yet, but you know, maybe in a few Something months. Something is better than nothing. You guys can change your contacts. <laughs> I always tell my brands like change me to flaquita. <laughs> Um, no, but I've lost weight and it's like, I've been noticing more of like my clothes. Cause I had like a shirt where it's like, I'm really like, um, upper bill or I don't know what you would call it, but I'm like wide mm-hmm. and like my boobs, like it's hard for me to like, not my boobs are huge, but it's like hard for me to find shirts because my shoulders are so wide. Uh-huh. And like literally the shirt would always like button open. And it's like, yes, yeah, so I tried it on and like stayed closed and I was like, <laughs> no nip slips today. <laughs> and I even told Rico, I was all happy and he's like, good job. And I was like. See? Now you gotta change my contact. <laughs> no, that's awesome though. It was just really cute when V sent us that picture with her little turtleneck. <laughs> oh yeah, I wore a turtleneck one day and then I like sent them a video like, okay, when you lose weight, you're a new bitch, like wearing a turtleneck because you're it's not holding your other chin no more. But I literally feel like everybody was staring at me because you know when you it's something different for yourself, yeah. you feel like everybody's looking even though nobody gives a fuck. No, but I literally about. feel like when you wear turtlenecks to work, people think you're hiding something mm-hmm. and they're probably like, okay, someone got a little freaky last oh. night trying to cover her hickey. <laughs> I didn't even think about that and I wear turtlenecks like maybe I wore... Oh, shit. I wore, like, the same week, like, twice. Not back to back. We know what you did. (laughs) No, but it's because last time I wore them, too, and, like, I was 
like folding the neck but it's like wide so it's like you could still kind of see my neck but I felt like my coworker was like trying to stare at my neck and I'm like I'm not covering anything. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, they're probably trying to see, like, if you are. Yeah, even my mom's cochina, like, she's already going to be 50. And it's like, I've caught her when we've gone on a double date with them one time. Like, wearing a big-ass scarf. I'm like, she has something. So Dude, then I saw cute. it. And I was like, really? It's like, you're out here with, like, cake? He's like, no, I was cold. I'm like, Dude, I want to be Whatever. I want to be 50 and fucking so be getting my freak on. Let, let her be. It's all like 75 degrees outside. And I she's know. Sweating. I even told, I would even went like, was it cheese muscle? I was all time. Like, yeah, my mom had a hickey. Like, and he's like, okay, just leave her. <laughs> no, that's cool. Though. Gotta keep shit spicy. Um, Shout out to you, though, for keeping your freaky life on. Um, so, so Don, you want to introduce me? Yeah, segment? so we have this other little segment, and it's called what in the white and basically in this segment we talk about um white people doing ignorant or racist ass shit we see it like i guess like you see it in the media all the time and stuff like that but um we actually had like a little thing that happened to rj and i so rj and i had like a we always order um groceries through like walmart pickup or whatever and so we went to pick them up and for the most part rj is the one who like picks up the groceries because you know, his work schedule and whatever. And um, so this time we're waiting and we see like a couple like, and they're white, like these, these couple workers and they literally help like three cars already. Like they like came and we're still waiting. We're like, what the fuck? And are just like, watch, they're waiting for like a Hispanic person to bring us the groceries. And I'm like, no, no, like we shouldn't think that we're like getting singled out for being like someone of color, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, like, I know what I'm talking about. Like rarely ever will a white person help me. And then I was like, okay, whatever. So I thought I was going to be right. <sighs> I get out of breath now. <laughs> so, um, and so we're like waiting still. And then literally, yeah, th- these people kept helping other people. And we get someone and it's a Hispanic person. So it's like we literally waited so much longer than everyone else, even other people who had like not been there waiting as long as us. And he's like, it's just because like the way his name is on the account is like how it's on his card, which is like Reynaldo, mm-hmm. not RJ or anything. So they'd probably like, we don't want to help this fucking Mexican. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I was literally surprised. And he's like, well, since I pick up the groceries, like rarely ever will a white person help me. And I was just like annoyed, you know, because yeah. it's like, where do you complain about that or whatever? But it's like, we should be served in the order that we get there and we did it. Mm-hmm. So I was just really annoyed about that, you know, white people doing some weird shit sometimes. Yeah. So. And it's like, honestly, it's like you don't have to ever feel like guilty for feeling that way or attacks. It's like, honestly, I would fucking leave a review on the fucking thing. And be like, we waited a long time, like due to like, assuming that we were Spanish speaking or something. Yeah. I would have said something straight up. I'd be like, hey, is one of you bitches going to help me? <laughs> like, come on. No, I know. And that's what I just said. He's like, fuck that. We'll leave a review. But I'm like, the review has to be to the person who helped you. And the guy that helped us, he was like super nice. Like, you oh. know, we like we're talking to him and stuff. And um, because we also asked him, like, now that you don't get to get plastic bags, like we take our own bags. And I'm like, what's the expectation? Like, are we supposed to leave the bags there and you guys bag it for us? Or should we be getting off and like bagging the stuff ourselves? And he's like, Well, if you leave the stuff, we should do it. But some people like don't want like the way we do it. So we were talking to him and stuff, and I'm like, so it's like we would have to like fully call and like, you know, make it a thing because mm-hmm. it's like, obviously, why would we complain against the guy that helped us? You yeah. Know? But I was just like, what the fuck? That's irritating because we use the service all the time, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, 
they need to get their yeah, shit together. So, you know, what in the white? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then I think um, for our last segment, V had something else, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so honestly, I have two. Like, okay. just, so my son, so he's two years old. So he's in that like learning, not learning, but like curious. curious. He's really yeah, curious. He's really and curious like, and bad. <laughs> and um, terrible too. Yeah. So I, he, I was making dinner. I was making dinner and he had like a bowl of pretzels. Well, he's like eating the pretzels, fine, whatever. So then he comes and he's like crying. And I'm like, what happened? And he's like, like trying to tell me about the pretzel and was in his nose. Well, I at first had thought like he like poked his nose with it and then I get scratched him. And so I put him on the counter and I'm like trying to like feel his nose. I didn't feel anything. And I was like, blow your nose, blow your nose, and nothing, right? And he was like, pretz, like telling me that there was a pretzel on his nose. And I'm like, no, like it just scratched you, like me trying to be like that mom, like suck it up, right? <laughs> and so then he was like kind of still whining. I ended up giving him like juice, and then he was fine, like sitting there. And then he like started crying again. And then all of a sudden, like he sneezed like hella hard when it's like the mocos and everything come out. And like a piece of pretzel came out. That was like an inch probably. And it was like oh getting God. soggy. So I think that's why it came out. It started getting like wet. And I was like, don't ever do that. And then he was like, okay. And I'm like, no. Like, And then I was all like sending like video recording him. Like, because I was just like, dude, like you're like, uh, and it's just one of those moments where it's like, you panic, but then you just want to be like, why are you doing yeah. shit like yeah. that? Like, <laughs> like, I wonder what goes in there through their mind. And this is the second time that he's done it. Cause remember that one time I was FaceTiming you guys and he fucking like broke the TV oh. when he like, <laughs> yeah, oh, when yeah. It fell. yeah. So I still have like a little like 10 inch. <laughs> um, the but TV, yeah, like fell on top of him because yeah. he was like he was mad because it. I wouldn't turn up the volume because I was on Facetime with them, and so he ended up like getting on top of like the TV stand and ended up like falling like on top of him. And like my first reaction was like, "See, see, it's what you get." And then like I had a, I felt bad after, but I was like, "Dude, like, yeah, it was a big TV, yeah." yeah. And you know it was bad because Dad wasn't home, so of course I wasn't watching him. <laughs> uh, but the other thing I was we were gonna... having a meeting. Okay, <laughs> yeah. we witnessed it because yeah. you know, we like saw it happen well, in the we're back. Like, oh, we're is like, he okay, I was like, call us back. <laughs> um, another one. So my son's been into like this habit where it's like he'll put his feet into like our pants, and we're always telling him, like, don't do that, like, don't be cochino or whatever, right? And I don't think he does it to when be, he's like, sleeping. Creepy, yeah, like to be creepy. I think he just does it. It's almost like. When you say, like, your son touches your uh-huh. chest or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And so we're always like, no, don't be doing that, right? So he's, like, doing it. And I'm like, don't. And I ended up falling asleep. And he was just, like, laying there and stuff. And, like, he'll watch, like, the phone for a little bit. Like, I know it's really bad. Don't come for me. But <laughs> so – and then I, like, have kind of fell asleep. And I woke up. I heard, like, a noise, like, him, like, calling me almost. So I fucking woke up. And, like, mind you, I was wearing, like, Victoria's Secret underwear. And as you guys know, like, the lace ones are, like, stretchy. Yeah. Well, my son's literally in my, like, not in my chonies, but, like, On he's not side. in my pants. But my under my, like, thong strap is, like, <laughs> outside of my pants. And he's in it. Like, half his body's in it. Like, all the way to his chest. And he was, like, stuck. So he was, like, trying to get me to help him to get out. And I was, like, oh, my God. Like, either one. I got big-ass chonies. And <laughs> it's like are you bad as hell like so it might be both but yeah that was my mommy bullshit which is like really my my son literally every week does some shit that i'm just like i told v i'm like he just wants us to have content for the (laughs) podcast yeah my sister messaged me too she's like content content (laughs) 
but I think he does it for comfort and like yeah. to be warm because yeah. I have to have my feet like covered or mm. under something like without socks but covered. Yeah, you no, know no, no, your toes be swollen like ass. You do that to our <laughs> Does he use socks when he goes to sleep? No, none oh. of us. I always take off their socks when we go to bed, really? which is weird because I can't sleep with socks and Rico doesn't sleep with socks. Because your feet are supposed to breathe at night. Yeah. So unless you have socks that are meant for sleeping, you really shouldn't be wearing socks to bed. Oh, Kaiki wears socks all Debbie, the time. That's why I have own goals. <laughs> I, I sleep without socks. I used night. to hate it because, you know, when you go to sleep and like one sock, you can't fucking find yeah. it. Like, Yeah. Rico used to like sleep with socks and then at the, in the morning they'd be out and I would fucking find him in the blanket. Like, you know, when the sheet like goes under your bed, we literally used to have like four or five pairs of fucking socks at the end. So then now I don't even fucking like put the sheet because i'm like dude like (laughs) okay so that's that wraps up our segments for this episode (laughs) and so we're gonna move into like the topic for for this week which is kind of like based on like um traditional relationships and more in the sense of like the timeline that i guess we like the expectation of a timeline in a relationship you know like Mm -hmm. things happening in a specific order like you know we grow up and we think like we're going to do this, like, first this, then this, and that. And it's, like, it kind of, the idea kind of came from, um, is it called the kissing song? K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Yeah, like, first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby. And the baby carriage. And the baby carriage. So, kind of based on that idea, because it's, like, everybody grows up having, like, this different vision. Or I guess, like, yeah, I guess, like, different vision or, like, different expectations for how they see their life going. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I guess to start the conversation, I have like a little question, which is like, you know, like as far as timeline goes and like growing up, how did you guys picture things happening in your lives? Like in regards to relationships, like did you guys grow up expecting like things to happen in a specific order or not really? Um, I feel like for me, I expected it to go into an order, not necessarily because it was like something that was pushed on me, but it's because I had two older sisters that did get pregnant in high school. So I feel like for me, it was more like I saw like, I guess that the like struggle, the struggle that came with it. So I feel like I put in my head, like I have to like go to college and like then get married and then like have a kid. Like yeah. I would always be like, that's not going to happen to me. That's not going to happen to me. And like, look who. La boca castiga. Yeah. <laughs> How about for you? For me, I guess I did because I grew up more like in a traditional Mexican home. So it's like it was like te vas a casar y vas a tener tus hijos. Like, but it's like to me, I was so focused on like going to college and like doing my thing, being a hoe, <laughs> that it was just kind of like, <laughs> eh, if it happens, it happens, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. no, I guess like for me, I kind of did. And again, it's like, I like I don't know what it really ties to like there's probably like a lot of things that subconsciously like whether it's society your family things you see on like in the media or whatever but um I did kind of picture myself like okay I'm gonna go to college same as Debbie like I'm gonna go to college and then I'm gonna get married and then I'm gonna have a house and then I'm gonna like have kids and you know like just kind of like the fucking white picket fence Mm -hmm. like ending type of thing you know Mm -hmm. but which you know, in some life ways, happens. It's, it's some ways it's like taught as like you don't like move in with your person until mm-hmm. you're married, like yeah. the, your partner. Yeah, yeah. I know that for me, 
it, it took a lot out of me to, when I did move out, it took a lot out of me to be like, yeah, let's do this. But then to me, it was just kind of like, I can do that, but I can't get married. Like, I think marriage scares me. So I'm just kind of like, eh, let me put like a little pause in this and like we can live together, but I don't know about marriage. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what did you guys, do you guys feel like your parents had certain expectations for you? Yeah. I mean, at least for me, I think that they were, they were like, get your education and then find a good man and then get married, buy a house and then have kids. It was just kind of like that. Mm -hmm. But then it's like after like I was in the relationship with my ex and he and we moved in together, then it was like, okay, well, y'all are living together now. Like, where are the grandkids? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I guess it just depends on like the way because your parents are getting older. So they're kind of just like, eh, fuck getting married through the church. Like, give me some babies. Mm -hmm. Give me some grandbabies, you know? Debbie, they're all over the couch. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I swallowed them last week. Shut up. Um, For me, like, I don't know. I feel like especially because I had, like, really overprotective parents. Like, my parents, like, really wanted me to focus on school. I know that was, like, the biggest thing is, like, maybe me setting myself up to be successful Mm -hmm. was, like, their biggest thing. But I don't actually remember them. Like, I do remember, like, my mom being, like, you know, cuando te cases y, like, tengas tus hijos and blah, blah, blah. But as far as, like, you're going to, you know, uh, go to school and then you're going to find a man. I oh, feel yeah. like my dad was like, you don't have to find a man your whole entire life. And that's <laughs> going to be fine with me. Yeah. I feel like that shit wasn't even talked about in my household, too. Because even then, like, my parents really never even knew that I had boyfriends or partners at all. Like, when I was in, in mm-hmm. high school. Yeah. So, I know. Yeah. Debbie was, like, pretty low-key in that sense. Yeah, but I didn't. I was just that. a bad fucking liar. So, it's like, I would just get caught, like, basically. <laughs> Remember when we got caught in the fucking at Taco Bell? Oh, my god! Oh, my gosh. Yeah, a little side story. So one time we went to Taco Bell because we were going to stay for a game, I think, huh? Yeah. And we went to Taco Bell, and it was RJ and I and then Debbie and someone else. You don't remember? No, I swear to you, I thought it was. Oh. Yeah. And so <laughs> anyways, oh. we don't want to say names. But anyway, so it was like us four. We went to we went to Taco Bell before. And I don't even know how my dad. Oh, because my dad happened to see us or, or how did he I know? I don't know what happened because we we drove with RJ. He took us. Yeah. And then my dad showed up and he was like, get in the car. How did he know? Like, I don't remember. We don't know. We don't you know. Think I, think like, saw, I, I think he, he saw. I think he saw RJ's car or something, and was probably gonna be like, "Let me see if like." Because it's like there. I wouldn't have She's been like, there. "Oh yeah, Dad, I'm at Taco Bell." But he happened to show up, and he was fucking pissed, and he just like was like, "Get in the car, like we're going home." And I'm like, "We're not doing anything, like no, no, no." And I was there too, and I was sitting there, and, I'm and like, Debbie's oh, like, "They were trying to hide." Like, <laughs> no, I got in the car too. Oh, you <laughs> shit in the truck, yeah, because oh yeah, yeah, because he wasn't gonna like just leave me there with the guy. That's like, true. She, she, I forgot about like, that. Let's go, you too. And I was like, "Okay, don't tell my dad." <laughs> Oh yeah, my god! So. We were literally just like eating. We yeah. weren't doing nothing. We were no. just literally like just chilling. I think my dad took us back to the school though, because yeah. I was with Debbie. So it was yeah. like, okay, is he gonna take Debbie home when Debbie could technically be out? You know, mm-hmm. why well, she technically couldn't, but my dad yeah. didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so we just went back, I think, and then we're like, <laughs> I was like, sorry guys. <laughs> Ate some then RJ go back. Yeah, like because we were gonna stay for a game, but we just wanted food before. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's back when I actually tolerated Taco Bell. Yeah. 
Guys, I hate Taco, Taco Bell, Bell is the shit. I know, I love Taco But, yeah, so do you feel like your parents had expectations for you, B? I feel, yeah, like, kind of have, like I said before, because, like, my two older stepsisters, like, they had kids. Mm-hmm. So I felt like my parents were really, like, like on, like, don't, you know, don't get pregnant or whatever. But it was never, like, like, I wasn't really allowed to have boyfriends because, like, Rico was, like, my first, like, serious. And then, you know, like, that yeah. just was a whole thing so but like my my parents like growing up were just more like see like because my sisters like had kids and it's like I remember my sister would always fucking tell me to like don't be stupid like you know look what happened to me and I would always be like that little sister that knew everything like that wouldn't happen to me and like you know so I feel like he's like I'm not stupid I'm just horny (laughs) you know you know what that do um but no so it's like yeah so that was kind of just more of like the thing and it's like my parent my dad too I felt like would try to distract us a lot like to have like relationships because he would like push us like in school and like always say like okay like if you get like straight A's like or like get good grades like all through high school like I'll buy you guys a car like whatever car you want when you get out of high school and it's like none of us made it (laughs) (laughs) you know because we just like would fall into like temptations at the high school and it's like I'm the only one like out of my like biological sister that ended up getting pregnant but you know other things boy shit happened so it's kind of like yeah that's yeah. true yeah. no it's just like I said like life happens you know mm-hmm. and it throws different things at me, you it was just like I was really really scared of my dad like whooping my ass or something mm-hmm. that I would be like fuck I can't get pregnant like let me be smart about this not, I'm not saying that you weren't yeah. smart about it because shit could have happened to well, me well I too, wasn't you know? either because it's like you know like obviously the fact that it happened and it's like I literally was in all through four years of high school, I fucking worked with, like, a program for, like, teen moms. And it's, like, I used to fucking see the girls fucking struggle and, like, dumb, low-key talk shit about them. And then it's, like, mm-hmm. that didn't even stop the pussy, you know? <laughs> she was yeah. still popping that shit. <laughs> yeah, no, but that was my shit that I was just, like, scared of that. And then, plus, I really wanted to have, like, that high school sweetheart. Because, like, my dad is, like, my mom had only one other boyfriend aside from my dad. Mm-hmm. And my mom pretty much dropped the guy for my dad because she saw him. She's like, I want him and that's going to be it. And so for me, it was like, well, mom, if you only knew. like, But it was like I had these expectations from myself and mm-hmm. not because like my parents put them on me. Okay, so we should talk a little bit because, Debbie, you kind of touched on like growing up kind of in a more traditional Mexican household. But um, there's definitely pressures and expectations, too, based on, like, our culture, you know, and, like, society. So how do you guys feel like that kind of played a role? Like, do you feel like your parents were, like, we're saving the white dress, like, for when you walk down the aisle? You know, because that's an expectation, too. It's, like, you're going to get married in a white dress at the church. Like, you're going to be a little, like, virgencita. And it's, like, (laughs) jokes on you, dad. (laughs) No, I think that for me it was just kind of, like, because there were so many expectations of my dad wanted it a certain way that I was like, well, guess what? Like, I'm going to do it however I want. Like, it made you more rebellious kind yes, of? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. But So then I feel like that's why I did it. Like, I mean, I had a boyfriend in high school and, like, we lost our virginities to each other, like, in high school. And I honestly was like, I'm going to end up with him forever. Thank God I did it. But, like, you know, still, <laughs> like, it happened. And I think that that was just kind of, like, the peak of, like, it's fine that I'm not going to end up with him, but it's also fine if I like explore and find other things because like I've seen how other people are when they're like 
they get married with their like first and one and only. And it's like they like to pretend. No, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that everybody's the same, but it's like they want to have it a certain way. But it's like we know it's not that great. And I never wanted to sit there and be like, I only know this one person. Like, like you it didn't want to feel like you settled or something? Yeah, like it works out for people, like for other people, mm-hmm. you know. But for me, it's like I wanted to explore and see what different types of dicks there was and like different all sizes, you know, different everything. curves, yeah. different colors. <laughs> Every No, but – um. Fuck, just so distracted. No, but it's true. But see, it's different because it's like the experience you had in this relationship. Like, had you ended up in that relationship, that would be pretty scary. Yeah. You know? So it's like, had it been like really, really good the whole time, then, you know, maybe it could have worked. Yeah. But it's Mm -hmm. like, since it wasn't, it's like, if it doesn't, like, you know, just because there's this expectation doesn't mean that you should end up with that person if you're really unhappy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I'm just trying to think, like, that would have been wild, Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like maybe, like, kind of growing up, like, with Thea's and all of that, like, they didn't necessarily, like, have a say in my life, and, like, they still don't. Um, but, like, I do feel like, you know, because it's, like, even not even as far as relationships, but, like, si te pones, like, si te pintas, like, when you're too young, like, wearing makeup, you're not going to have a quinceañera. Or, like, if you have a boyfriend, like, you won't get a quinceañera, and it's kind of, like why are you going to pay for it? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, there are those expectations where it's like, they do expect, or like, you'll be judged if you don't do things in the right order type mm-hmm. of thing. But it's like, nowadays, the way society is, is it's like, things don't really happen like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, things are kind of drifting to be more like, liberal and open-minded. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody just kind of gets to do what they want and not feel so judged for it. Yeah, like, yeah. back in the day, it's, like, all our dads had, like, that scene, though. <laughs> that you knew, like, if you did some bad shit, like, that would, Ooh, I was like, oh, that. my dad's was scary. Like, his was, like, leather uh-huh. from, like, Mexico. Like, like the, the kind with the little, like, horses on it. And yeah, shit. and it <laughs> had, like, his name engraved. And yeah. I swear, probably by the end of my childhood, like, I probably had the whole letters. <laughs> <laughs> on your budgie yeah like, she's like branded <laughs> yeah so i was always scared of like because my parents were big discipliners so i was like scared like that if i ever did something that wasn't like but that didn't stop you v. I that know. did not stop you you know that, that, that was the only thing speaking. spanking me <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh, oh shit, we laugh about it now, but Loki, you know, you would have been all scared I getting know. caught doing shit. Like I always like bring up like bad shit. Like my mom, like she'll hear like listen to the podcast and she'll hear shit that I did. She's like, I can still spank you. Like <laughs> and I'm like just laughing. So it's like now we can laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to talk about you kind of wanted to bring up like more how like the oh, shift in society, like yeah, the non-traditional relationship? Yeah, I feel like nowadays it's it's um people are drifting away from like the it, it and I guess what I'm trying to say is that it's okay if you're, if your expectations and beliefs are like traditional, great for you, you know, that's what's working for you. Great. You know, but for other people, it's more like the non-traditional ones. And what I mean by that, it's like polyamorous relationships, um, open relationships, same sex relationships, mm-hmm. other things like that, that is like, so that is non-traditional. And I feel like nowadays it's more people are more like open-minded about it. Mm-hmm. Like if someone were to tell me like that they were in an open relationship, I would be like, well, if that works for you, you know, great. But I guess it just depends on other people and what their, what their views are about in their relationships and the way they see mm-hmm. things. Yeah. 
Because I think people just get like uncomfortable and judgmental when it comes to things that they're not comfortable with or that's different for them. But it's like, it really doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter what other people do because it's like what other people do shouldn't affect you unless Mm -hmm. they're specifically doing something to you. Yeah. But, you know, it's like you could still be like, you know, I'm for a monogamous relationship and I believe that things should happen in this order, whatever, that's great for you. But not everybody wants to live their life like that. Mm -hmm. And I think we just have to like learn to respect other people's like lifestyles you He's know like mind your own business your own pussy like who gives yeah. a fuck what other people are doing it's like even though it's just like it's a nature it's the nature of humans to like react i guess mm-hmm. so it's like you hear a story about a fucking girl and you're just like she's a hoe or you know whatever it's just something the way that we react but it's like you don't have to do the most and like yeah cause yeah. a scene or be posting shit about something and it's like and and it goes back to like when when i was in mexico a couple years ago and my we were going because my cousin was getting married and my aunts and uncles were like don't you see yourself like getting married here like we can have big ass party and like you and your boyfriend or whatever because like I had taken my baby daddy there to my to Mexico and I'm like and I looked at them dead in the eye I was like I don't want to get married I'm not planning on getting married like so stop thinking that this is how it's gonna be Mm -hmm. and I think that for me it's more like shutting it down because it's like I don't want them to think that they have a say as to how I want to live my life. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if I don't decide to get married, but I decide to live with them, like, and I would tell my mom, like, mom, I don't want to get married. Like, I want to live with someone, but like, I don't see myself like having this big ass part. And she's like, then that's fine. Like, you don't have to do it. So my mom's more like now seeing things and understanding Mm. that there are different ways of doing it. And as long as your daughter's happy, like, who cares what? I think or what I want or what your dad wants or what your dad thinks because you're living your life and at the end of the day like you're the one that's gonna have to live with it yeah yeah and so as long as you're happy that's mm -hmm. really all that should matter to anybody who cares about you Mm -hmm. yeah so yeah and you have like a little story yeah so with the polyamorous (laughs) (laughs) polyamorous (laughs) um yeah so there's actually have like um my mom's brother actually was in like a long term like term marriage that's what you want to call it so he's with this lady for like a really long time and like um they ended up like randomly getting into divorce and like nobody really knew like what was going on whatever and so my mom ended up like finding out that like he was married to this lady they like lived together whatever and he had like a girlfriend that he had for like over a year and that girl knew her place she knew he was married she knew she was a side bitch. Yeah, and it's like he had like the both. He thought he was living like both the be- like both the best world. I guess mm-hmm. you would say, but his wife wasn't like okay with it, so she ended up like cutting it off. But like it was more. I felt like his mentality was more because of like his religion, mm. and it's not a common thing now. Like I'm not gonna say the religion. Like people will common sense know what it is, but it's like. The, this has this was something in the past that this religion would do, but mm-hmm. it's like as like the new century, it's like one, it's like kind of illegal, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like Probably, now, yeah. And it's like people just don't do it anymore. So it's like I felt like that was kind of like his excuse why he was doing it, yeah, type of thing. Like he was using that to justify it and make it seem like it was okay, yeah. even while his wife wasn't okay with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And I think that with that, like I can talk about my own experiences as being sometimes in situations like that. But like when you when you talk about it and when you when every I okay, so 
maybe not everyone in the in the trio trifecta <laughs> would agree with it. But if you like, as let's say, for example, like I'm in a relationship with Dania and then V is like my second person or my side girl. If Dania knows what's v, up. I'm a mean bitch or no <laughs> bitch at all. <laughs> if Dania is aware of what's going on and doesn't really like want to say anything or leave me, then I just, I don't know. I guess it just depends on the relationship because it's like you with would almost that, assume that it's fine like, yeah. because I wouldn't say anything to Yeah, but it's like there's where that's where the communication comes in because if I want to live that life and my side chick's okay with knowing that she's my side chick and that this girl's going to be my one, my number one, like that's where there needs to be like communication, like you know? Yeah. But do you feel like that's the same as like a girl being with like a fucking guy, but like he's fucking around and it's like she knows, but she's still with him? Like, what do you mean? So like let's he's say cheating on her because I guess in that kind of sense, it's like he would be technically cheating on her, but it's like like she knows, but she's still gonna stay with him because hey, they been how she wants to live. Her you life. know what I mean? Like, is that considered like an open relationship still? Because it's like she knows, but like she ain't gonna leave the man, like because she doesn't want another fucking girl with him. I think that with that, yeah. I, I honestly think that if. And no shame if you're in that situation. Yeah, like if I'm, for example, if I'm with someone and they're cheating on me or they're doing things outside of our relationship with other people and I'm aware of it, but he's being shady and not communicating that with me, then I'm the one that has the power to decide whether or not I want to be with him or not. Mm-hmm. If and when I decide, whatever I decide, that's up to that person. Like if she's, for whatever reason, whatever reason she feels like it, like, no one should really like it's up to mm. them because for all we know she's okay with it and she's just not telling people because it's no one's business you know yeah but sometimes too i feel like um it just depends like if you are like in a healthy mindset and like you're in that situation then i feel like it's fine for you to choose to stay but sometimes it's like the person could be very vulnerable mm-hmm. and feel like they're gonna stay mm-hmm. just because it's like Kind of like to fight their self-worth, you know what I mean? And yeah. to prove their self-worth, like, I'm the winner here. You can go and do that. And then you're going to know that I'm the one yeah. that you should be, like, like I'm the one that should be the main bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just depends. But it's like, I feel like you do have to have, like, your boundaries in place mm-hmm. and, like, mentally and emotionally be in a really good place if you're going to take the step to be in this type of relationship yeah. or in these types of situations because otherwise you can get really fucking hurt and you could really just fuck yourself over mm-hmm. like in the end. So like, I honestly like, I'm such a jealous. I'm like, uh, yeah. I'm like, I'm, too I'm crazy really, for that. Yeah. Like, and I'm too like over possessed. As I say, possessive, possessive over things where it's like, no. And I'm yeah. the same exact way. But I think that like, cause I, I back in the day, I'm not going to say when, but like back then, like I was going through this phase where it's like, I'm not ready to be in a relationship. I literally just want to like have someone there. If it's something, it's something. If it's nothing, it's nothing. Like, let me just find myself again. Mm -hmm. And that's what it ended up being. And I was okay with it mentally. Like, this is going to be fine. Like, this is what it is. And that's what it was. Yeah. And I knew what was who I was and what my position was at that time in that place. And I was okay with it. I was totally okay with it. But then it's like, that's where the boundaries come in. Like, 
is my day like Mondays and Tuesdays or like am I supposed to be available the weekend (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) or like am I gonna be like Mm-hmm. available whenever you want to call and like let me in you want to see me like it's like that person it's like a schedule like a something in your schedule like you yeah know, like that a, i could just like easily be like hey like you want to meet up let's let's meet up and then that be it mm-hmm. but it's like again i guess it just depends on like how you are with your other relationship because i know that for some people it's not they're unhappy but they can't communicate that to their partner that they're yeah. unhappy so it's like to me, it's like, well, you take care of your shit, like. But when if shit hits the fan, like, I don't want to be involved in that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because the one that owes you that respect and that loyalty is you to her, than me to them. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and it's different too because talking about like open relationships and polyamorous relationships, and if I'm wrong about this, like someone please explain to me because I haven't been in either. Mm-hmm. So, but um, I'm- facts. i've been thinking about um i really like the show insecure yeah um with Issa ray you guys should watch it it's Mm -hmm. good so um there there's a guy who's married to this girl and he's in an open marriage and he's sleeping with this other girl but then again it's like to me what an open relationship would be is like me being fully committed to one person Mm -hmm. and then being like having the freedom i guess to go and like fuck other people or yeah. have little flings with other people mm-hmm. but not anything intimate or emotional yeah and i think that and that's polyamorous would be actually having like my main relationship and also having like a side relationship right yeah but on Both the show he makes it seem like they have an open marriage but he's actually like having kind of feelings like an actual relationship with the side girl so it's like confusing yeah and I think that that's where boundaries come in. Like, I was, I watched this movie. Ni me acuerdo what the name of it was. It was on Netflix. But there was a couple who was in an open marriage. And they had strict rules and boundaries that they were not going to have. They were not going to fuck with people that they both knew, like, on a personal level. Or around them, like, coworkers, friends, any of that. And that they were going to um, tell each other when they had, like, dick dates and pussy dates like when they were gonna have a booty call Mm -hmm. so they knew and so they were both okay with it and so then the girl ends up finding out that her husband ends up fucking with her co-worker and so he she told him she's like what the fuck like there is a clear boundary you broke that like i can't trust you now and then he's like well i didn't want to get married and you put well i wanted to get married and you put this Basically, the girl wanted to be in an open relationship, open marriage, and he wanted to get married and only be with her. And she's just like, the only way I'll marry you is if you, like, let me have this. Like, we can both have this. So he was kind of like, it's kind of your fault. Yeah. When it's like, no, there was boundaries, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, don't just don't cross that line. I think that with communication and knowing how things are, like, things can work. Yeah. That's, That's true. Intense. But I'm it's like, just like intense, like, because yeah. there's like so many things to consider. Yeah. And like, and I'm, obviously, we and don't... I'm very like a very jealous and possessive person. Like I am. But mm-hmm. it's like I so but I understand where people are coming from and how they are, because do I see myself like getting married someday with someone? Yes. But I want that person to match me and be able to please me in all aspects of my life because I know myself and I know that if I'm lacking one thing or two things, it's easy for me to like 
okay, well, you're kind of lacking. Like, let me go look for something that can give me mm-hmm. everything. That's a fucked up thing that I'm trying to work on on myself, but it's like toxic trait. <laughs> yeah, but it happens, you know, and, I, and I'm not making excuses, but it happens to, I'm assuming it can happen to other people. Yeah. 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 So, because yeah. that's how people get distracted in their relationships or justify doing certain things. You know, because you have expectations that aren't met. But, yeah, you know, going back a little bit to, um, I guess, like the order in which, like, we kind of picture our life going. Um, what did your guys' parents actually do? Like, in regards to how they live their life in a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's yeah. like, I, yeah. I mean, who wants to go first, I guess? I can go first. My, um, my parents got, they were in a really long-term relationship. And then my mom kind of put the ultimatum on my dad and was like, okay, so, like, are we going to get married or not? And he's like, okay, well, fuck, I guess we're going to get married. And so they got married, and then they moved over here, and then they had me. They didn't have their house yet, but then eventually when I think my mom was pregnant with my sister, and then that's when we they bought the house. And then, yep, that's how it happened. So they did very much do the traditional, yes. like, everything uh-huh. in order? Yeah. Did that's- your parents? <laughs> well, I guess it's different for you in a way, huh? Cause yeah. Because like, I have a step parent, like a step dad, I guess. Yeah. Well, he's like my real dad, but a step dad. Um, for my mom. He's your real dad. He's just not your biological dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, I think I've honestly never have asked her, but I know she got pregnant before she got married. But like in the sense of like moving in and stuff, I don't know how that went. Oh, okay. But Yeah. And it's like in my family, like they people, like my grandparents really weren't into like the divorce thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and then my mom didn't get divorced, like my biological dad. So I feel like it was kind of like they probably thought she took like a step back and like, like they didn't really support that. I think they supported because of the situation, but not for public. For people to know, yeah, mm. type of thing. Yeah, no, like with my parents. Um, my parents met and they were in a relationship and then they got pregnant with me, the biggest blessing in their life. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my parents didn't get married. Like my parents were young. So my mom was 20 and my dad was 21. Or I think my mom was going to be 20. And then my dad was going to be 21. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad's older. I know, that's what I'm saying. Oh, no, cougar's a girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need to edit that out <laughs> um, but yeah so then they got pregnant with me and it's like they were young and like you know just you can imagine obviously when someone gets pregnant young and like outside of a marriage in a more traditional family like everyone has a say mm-hmm. and I'm sure that shit like complicated everything but they did end up like moving in to live together Um, and yeah like my parents didn't like I mean they were obviously always in a committed relationship as far as I remember like my parents have always been together we've always lived together as a family Mm -hmm. but my parents didn't actually get married until the year that RJ and I got married so yeah so it's like yeah we got married the same year like my parents got married like through the court and stuff and it's like that that's different too because it's like I don't feel that my parents were ever like you have to get married before you like live with someone or before you have mm-hmm. kids because that wouldn't make sense because that's not what they did. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like when your parents have tattoos and they're like, you can't get tattoos, but it's like, why you have tattoos? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
So, um, yeah, that was like different. So I feel like I didn't have that expectation, but at the same time, I know that my parents weren't happy that I like moved in with Arju when I was 18. Yeah. Like initially I think it was just like shocking to them and they were like, what the fuck? No, Mm -hmm. like they weren't okay with it, but then they got over it and it was fine. And then other than that, now RJ's picture made it to the wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, I guess like. I did do things a little bit different than my parents, but in a way similar. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know, like, it's just being, it's just different because it's like, I've seen like, like, besides like your parents, like I've known people that have been together for so fucking long and they like don't get married to like really late. It's like my sister, her and her, um, like her her husband husband now, now, (laughs) like they were, they were together for like 17 years before they got like married. And it's like, you know what I mean? And it's like, it was not traditional the way they did things. And it's mm-hmm. just like crazy to think that people wait that long. But yeah. it's like in the mindset and like the Latino culture, it's like once you're together for so long, you're technically already fucking married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like to them, they I don't think they're, because I know who you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like their commitment was any different prior yeah. to having the paper. No, I it's think like, it's just more for like. Don't they them. have like 20 freaking God kids? So obviously everyone. <laughs> everybody saw them as like a good example of a couple mm-hmm. you know what yeah. i mean so regardless of being married or not yeah so it's i don't know traditional relationships are like complicated and it's different for every household how your household grew up yeah. or like what your parents have done because i feel like parents that might have done it that specific way might be a little bit more like pushing on it or like yeah. you know i feel like the whole idea of a traditional relationship just needs to kind of like die off mm-hmm. because essentially there th- that's not a standard anymore that's not a goal it's like everyone does what works for them yeah so there shouldn't be like this pressure or this expectation that things should happen in an order because we do put that on ourselves a lot of the time like as individuals we think that oh we have to do things a certain way because that's what's expected but mm-hmm. it's like why you know what I yeah mean? and it's also like things things will change though because it's like okay for like me like I moved in or I was pregnant we moved in and it's like now nine years later we're like we're getting married and then it's like we haven't bought a house yet but like that is a goal and then it's like weird because it's like if we do get married and we do have more kids it's like then our kid would grow up us doing it the traditional way like they would see it like okay mom and dad were already married when we had a kid like yeah you know what i mean and it's yeah. like my kids like when avea she's been through everything so it's like but i feel different. like in a way your kids won't have that pressure if you don't mm-hmm. put that pressure on yeah. them yeah. you know cuz it's like so i mean we basically just kind of talked about the order that you did mm-hmm. stuff but it's like debbie do you want to talk about how you did stuff and how you feel like it's different to maybe what your plan was Yeah, so, like, with me, obviously, y'all know, like, I moved in with my ex, and then we got pregnant, and then um, that's pretty much how it went, and then we got separated right after the baby was pretty much born. Um, So, with me, even though I don't, I I never really saw myself getting married to somebody, I guess it was different because I don't know if, like, you two growing up, you thought about, like, your marriage, like, your wedding, and the way you want your dress, and, like, all this Mm -hmm. stuff, like, Growing up, I didn't really think that. Like, I was just kind of like, eh, like, if it happens, it happens. But I'm not really, like, that wasn't really my plan. And so, but my plan was that if I were to ever have kids with anybody, I would want, even though, like, we probably wouldn't be married, that I would that I would only have, like, one person who would, would have our kids with. Like, like one baby daddy. Yeah. yeah. 
And so obviously that didn't happen. So then that threw everything off. Like my my baby's a blessing and I love him to death, but it's like kind of like shit kind of when when now, mm-hmm. you know? And it is like a single mom. Like I, I find, I keep thinking to myself like, who's going to want me with the baby? Who's going to want me with this? But then mm-hmm. it's like, I need to stop that mentality and and understand that there is, like amazing men out there that will take on that role. Yeah. You know? And I feel like even, (laughs) and I feel like even like from an experience and like seeing you experience that, it's like you also go through that stage where it's like, you feel like you want to make things work because of really society. Like, you know, you want your kids to be with their parents, like both of their parents and all that. And it's like, it takes a while to accept that sometimes things just aren't going to work out and it's okay not to, because there is going to be somebody hopefully that like can repair that like broken bridge between like a relationship that you feel like your child or yourself might be missing. But, um, and, and it sucks and it's hard. I think that a lot of things that I had to like deal with is the fact that I like I tried my hardest and I can I can say that for myself I fought with like con unas uñas y dientes like to make it work but it just it didn't and it's okay because at the end of the day my son probably wouldn't be the little happy baby he is if it wasn't for that mm-hmm. you know and and I struggled with that for a long time to understand like fuck like I gave up like I did this but at the end of the day, my sanity and my happiness and my son's happiness and sanity was like... Outweighed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it was just, I get, like, everything is meant to be. And again, like, if 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 anybody in your life walks out or you walk out of someone's life and then they walk in again, it's for a reason. And I'm not going to wait on the couch and wait until it happens. Like, I'm just going to do my thing until... Don't leave your door open. Yeah. No. Sometimes things are just broken beyond repair. Yeah. And it's hard because you have this vision. And, like, it, I really do think it's what V said about society's expectations. Because you thinking, like, who's going to want me? Like, I already have a baby with someone else, whatever. But it's, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, single moms dating or, like, getting in a different relationships that aren't with the baby's father is not that uncommon nowadays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's just because traditionally, like looking back, society would probably make it seem like the woman had to suck it up and stay with whoever the baby daddy was. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why you feel like there's that pressure. But it's like that's pressure that you're kind of putting on yourself just based on like these standards. Mm-hmm. But it shouldn't really exist. You know yeah. what I mean? And I definitely don't feel that way anymore. Like it was that right after like I had the baby when it's like, fuck, like what am I going to do now? Like, but I feel like because of everything that I went through, like a whole bunch of different doors opened to me and it was amazing. Like everything happens for a reason. I'm a big believer in that. And I am, yeah, just living my life. I'm living my best life. So for me, I think like just really quickly, I feel like I already kind of touched on it, but like I didn't necessarily, I actually don't feel like I necessarily had a plan um, well, I guess maybe, yeah, I guess I kind of did picture myself like getting married, getting a house, having kids. Um, I don't remember where I incorporated the part in my plan that like I would move in with the person, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, obviously what I did was like RJ and I moved in together. We didn't get engaged or married until like later down the road. And 
now that we're married, we're having a baby, we haven't bought a house and I'm okay with that, you know, because it's like, I think like ultimately after this whole conversation, like we could really just focus on the fact that things never go as planned. Mm -hmm. Like you can make plans and essentially planning things kind of helps guide you. But then at the same time, it's like the more you plan, the more you could be disappointed when things don't work out that way. So sometimes it's just better to like go with the flow and just see where things go and be okay with the fact that things just happen that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's funny. There's a saying that it's like, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Yeah. Because it's like, you never know like what can happen. Or it's like the same thing with like money. Like, you know, they say like make plans, like then it's like, well, you ain't going to get the money or something's going to come up like. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So. Anyways, I think that kind of wraps up our our topic of discussion for the week. Um, So we're going to go ahead and we're going to move into our little what if question. Do you want to read it? Yeah. (laughs) Um, So what if you could complete perfect or. Okay. (laughs) Skirt. Okay. What if you could compete professionally in any sport because you had the ability and skill to what sport would it be and why? Mine would be soccer. (laughs) I Mia. <laughs> Mia. <laughs> Does she play still? No, I think she's like really uh, old at yeah. this point, no? Uh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. but wasn't she like the idol yeah, of everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and the for that is because like growing up, like that was the first sport that I ever um that I ever um played. That moment you knew you liked balls, huh? Yeah, that's the first <laughs> time I knew. That was the first time yeah. Mia Ham is uh now 47 years old. <laughs> But yeah, and so I think that that's if that would be able to like I would do that, but with zero injuries. <laughs> what team would you be on if you could pick on like a girls team? Well, probably the USA team. I but I would want to be a Mexico team. But yeah, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> Get the you know, I always like I used to love that the game like uh-huh. the little like yeah cranking thing. How about you? Or do you what? want me to go? <laughs> no, um, honestly, mine would be. UFC, MMA. Like, oh, I fucking like, yeah. say that. I don't know why. Mostly because it's like I'm really like I was never like this really growing up, but it's like as I've gotten older, I'm just like more like on edge and aggressive. <laughs> and it's like I like wrestling even me and Rico and shit. Like I get really strong. Like extra now strong. I know where but they wrestle Bea naked. naked. <laughs> now I know where Maya gets it from. <laughs> and so it's like I'm just like I just like seeing the girls. Like I wouldn't. The only thing that scares me is like a lot of them look more manly because they're so built and like yeah. That I wouldn't want, but like yeah. you know, I just like to fucking fight. Like, He's gonna be the be uh, fighter that's got like the double D's and the fucking BBL, and she's yeah, still yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. No, dude, it was so I can get him in a headlock with my butt cheeks. Like this is from Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tried to jujitsu like for a couple I know, months, I did that. and then I stopped because. It was too rough for me. Like, I like it rough, but, like, <laughs> dude, no. This girl was, like, hella going in and, like, rubbing her ch- her shin on my nose. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> like dude, that shit hurt. Out. And, like, after we were done, I was like, um, yeah, your shin, like, was rubbing on my nose. And she's like, oh, I'm sorry. And she's like, actually, no, I'm not. And I'm like, oh. Like, you're so rude. Did she have shaved legs or not? Because that would make a difference. <laughs> I don't even remember. But I was like, mm, and then her, it was just, yeah, I, not, no, I, I, the sanitary, I just couldn't. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing that weirds me out is like the bodily fluids yeah. and shit. Yeah. But I'm sure they get tested, right? Yeah. Because yeah, you're like sharing sure. blood and I whatever. would do boxing, but I wouldn't do, re- like, don't, no. 
No, yeah. my face is the only thing I kind of got going for me. So, <laughs> no, I feel like I was thinking about this because I was the one who picked the question and I'm like, hmm, but I feel like I would want to do an individual sport. Like, I feel like I'd want to do tennis. Mm. I can see it doing Just tennis. like, you no, know, like, golf. Oh, yeah. I can see you doing golf. Yeah, but that's too much walking. So it's like, well, I guess I could get the little cart, huh? Yeah. And then I'd have like uh, my person that carries Mm -hmm. my stuff. Because I did think about golf too. Because for a while, like I took a golf class in college and like Segun you, I was like Tiger Woods and shit. (laughs) But I even had like, I don't even know what happened to them. I had ordered uh, fucking golf shoes. Like I remember me and Nicole (laughs) got golfing Mm. shoes and you could change the band to make them like different colors to match your outfit. (laughs) it was really funny we were really into it for a while but then it started getting too competitive because then RJ didn't take the class and we would go golfing sometimes on the weekend and we would compete and then when he would beat me like you know I would get all mad because I was taking the fucking class so it had to be me to be better but I don't know the reason why I thought about tennis I just feel like it's like you're the only one who's responsible for your like Mm -hmm. for how far you go you know what I mean so it's like that'd be more rewarding I Mm -hmm. feel like so I guess, I don't know, does I just, like, throw his balls at you? <laughs> <laughs> Me with the little rack. But, oh, little not her pong. rack, with her tongue. <laughs> ping pong, like. <laughs> I was honestly going to say cheerleading because I did cheer in high yeah. school. But I know there's going to be those fucking hating-ass bitches like, bitch, you didn't know how to cheer, you know? But I would have wanted to do fucking cheerleading for, like, the NFL. Or that would have been tight. Mm-hmm. Gymnastics would have been tight. I yeah. wish I would have been able to, like, do them backflips, but, fuck, I'm scared. Yeah. Girl, I can't even do a cartwheel. (laughs) But, okay, so think about it. What sport would you guys fucking play? Mm -hmm. You know? But, okay, so we got to the end of our episode. Yeah. Don't forget to... Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at underscore Reinas del Chisme and V on our Twitter. What is it? At Reinas del Chisme. (laughs) She, like, had a little brain fart for a second. uh, Is there underscore... (laughs) <laughs> so make sure that you guys like listen to us and share us with your friends and then if you haven't if you're listening to this episode and you haven't yet watched our first IGTV video episode whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. you should go and do that and um, let us know what you think because like I said what our plan for now is that we'll probably do one every month mm-hmm. just to kind of have like a little cheese my rundown with you guys um but I don't know. Maybe we can do it more often or something. Yeah. So, so thank you for everybody that has watched it and shared. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So have a great week, everyone. Later. Bye. Hasta luego. Ah!